So who keeps that in check all the time? It's a constant miracle. <gasps> a miracle. Every time we breathe, we inhale, we have, there's miracles all the time. Sometimes we see them, sometimes we don't. Two years ago, I think it was, the Bokhirim from our yeshiva were going collecting on Purim. You know, so they go down to the house, ask people to help the yeshiva, and one fellow gave him, uh, gave him a check for $100. And the boys weren't so happy, they wanted more. You know, Purim was labored, they wanted more, and he didn't want to give. He said, no, I'll tell you what, boys, I'll make a deal with you. I have your lottery ticket, and you scratch over the lottery ticket, either you take the $100 check, or you give it back to me, and we'll scratch over the ticket, and if we win, half goes to me, half goes to the yeshiva. What do you decide? The boys were in a dilemma. No, $100, $100. Don't give said, okay, a deal. No, he scratched off the lottery ticket, $10,000. Are there miracles? Miracles happen all the time. Misim happen all the time. They don't affect us. Chanukah is a time? that we can feel, we can take into ourselves, and we can recognize and see and change because of the miracles that are happening to us all the time. Why is that? And how do we do that? What is so special about this time that we can absorb, we could be collect the nisim, and it can have such an effect on us? What Hanukkah does is it enhances our vision. A whole year we're living in darkness. You can't see things in the darkness. Hanukkah is a yontav of light, a yontav of ur. When the lights get turned on, we can see things that we otherwise would not see. The Torah tells us that when Yaakov Avinu when Avram Avinu was nifter, Yaakov Avinu was cooking a nezid adashim. He was cooking a bowl of lentils. And Esav came into him and he said, Haliteni no I want some of that red stuff. And he told him, if you'll sell the Bechayra to me, and Vayivez Esav es ha And because he said, Haliteni no al kein koro shemoy edoim. From then on, his name became Edom. Till then, he was Esau. Now he became Edom. Edom is not just a name. Edom is a very powerful klipa, very powerful koachatuma, because Golis Edom means all of the ritzichan, all of the cruelty, and all of the persecution that was done to us throughout all the generations in this bitter exile of Golis Edom. Until then, he wasn't called Edom. Only because of this story. Now, if you look carefully, it says, Al Kain Koro Shemoy Edoim. It doesn't say Koru, Lashon Rabim. It doesn't say that they called him Edoim. It says, He called. Who's He? So, Rachayim Akadosh says, Al Kain Koro Shemoy Edoim is going on Esav himself. Esav called his own name Edoim. He gave himself that name. Now, let us think. Esav was born Admoini. He was born with all the Tchunot, with all the nature of Edom. Yet he wasn't called Edom. He didn't become, become the power of Tumah of Edom until he gave himself that name. Until he started, sorry, until he started calling himself that name. That's when he became Edom. Which is amazing if you think about it. Because Chazal tell us, and the Zohar HaKodesh, it's Muvuar, 
that in truth, Esav had a destiny that he could have given birth, Yaakov would have had six of the Shvatim, and Esav would have had six of the Shvatim. That was the original plan. The Medrash says, Vayigdulu Hanoorim, both of them, Yaakov and Esav, could have been great. Esav could have been included within the others. Avram, Yitzchok, Yaakov and Esav. Sure, he had shortcomings. He was born with a difficult nature. But he could have been, he could have been great. He could have been one of the others. When did he change and turn into Edom? When did he cease to have the ability to produce six Shvatim, to be one of the others, Hakidoshim? When he called himself Edom, he had done some terrible things till then. Chazal tell us that on that very day he did five terrible Averis. Ritzicho, Gilearayas, Avoidazori, the terrible Averis. Yet he still could have been, it wasn't too late. He still could have been one of the Avot. Until he gave himself the name of Edom. And from then on he's Edom. And there's an unbelievable lesson in this. When you choose a name, you're saying, this is who I am. That's a commitment to a certain way of life. And then you're saying, this is what I want to be. Al-Kain Korosh Shemoy Edom. When Esav, Esav did many Averis, terrible thing Averis, but you could do Tshuva. But he called himself Edom. He called himself the name of Tumah. He's saying, this is the path that I choose. This is what I expect of myself. And no better than that, that's when one loses hope, and that's when he becomes that itself. Every one of us, every one of us has a name. We were given a name. A name is a shoresh shama. A name is a tachlis, is a tafkid. Every single one of us has a destiny for greatness, for true greatness, to be a tzaddik gadol. That's what we were born with. That's the ability that we have. But when we decide, we look at ourselves and we classify ourselves as something much, much less and we lower our expectations of ourselves, we actually lose those kachot and we become the name that we give ourselves. What is standing between any person and greatness? Greatness, whether it's in Torah and Avoidah and Gimilas Chasodim and Midas Toivas, what's standing between any person and greatness? It's called Yigiyah, work. Paul wants to be a great Talmud Chacham. He has to work very hard. He has to learn many, many hours. Not easy. Someone wants to work on his Midot, wants to work on his Kedushah. He has to work very, very hard. Not easy. Is Yigiyah so difficult? Do we really hate to work? What about the person who wants to be a millionaire? He has no problem to work day and night. He won't sleep. He just wants, he wants to work because he has his dream. He's going to become very wealthy. What he has is Ratzon. He has Ratzon. When you have a true will, when you really want, the work is nothing. The work becomes a pleasure. He'll go for years without sleeping because he wants to get what he wants. So Yigiyah, the difficulty, the Omo, the work, is not what's hard, because if the Ratzon would be there, we would be able to have the Yigiyah. Why don't we have the Ratzon? What's standing between us and the Ratzon? So the Tanah Belio tells us, a story about Leo Hanavi, was walking down the street, and he saw a simple man, a peasant, 
And he asked him, why didn't you learn Torah? And he says to him, Hashem didn't give me das. I'm not a, such a wise man. I'm not brilliant. I can't learn. He said, what do you do for a living? He said, well, I make the nets that you catch fish with or birds with. He said, really? Who, the same Rebbeinu who gave you the wisdom, who gave you the seichel that you can fashion these nets, he didn't give you the seichel to learn Torah that it says, Ki The Torah says it's so easy. And he began to cry. He began Until Eliyahu Novi said to him, Shekol oilam meshivin in Oilam Abo, everybody's going to answer the same thing. I wasn't able to. You didn't give me the ability. You didn't give me the power. You didn't give me the wisdom. And every one of us will be shown what we really were destined for, what we could have been, had we not categorized ourselves for so much less. And Avdestla says, what Elion Novi was telling us is, this is the Sheker of the world. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. What does the Yitzhahara do to us? The Yitzhahara covers with darkness the most simple truth in the world. A pasuk mefurash in the Torah. It is close to you, not just close to you, and that which the Torah tells us is easy, the Yetzirah paints a picture that it is so, so difficult. It is so far removed from us to be better than we are, to be greater than we are, to achieve greatness. Greatness is somebody else. Ah, his person is a tzaddik. I run him for a bracha. What about me? Maybe I could become more of a tzaddik. Maybe I could become more of a Talmud Rocham. Maybe I could become a better Midas. Maybe I could daven better. doesn't think of it because I'm a simple person. That person, he's big, he's great, and he gives himself this name. Who did that to him? The Yetzirah painted a blackness, a darkness, a choyshech. As it says this week in the Pasha, when Yaakov was fighting with Esau, he, he threw up dirt till it covered the light, even till the Kisei HaKovod, we can't see the Kisei HaKovod that's within us. We can't see the Kedusha that's hidden, the Beis Hamidosh, the Mashiach that's within each of us. We can't see it. And a person gets so, so fooled. And what happens? He loses his destiny. The reason we don't have the Ratzon is because of the Sheker. Because we don't see the truth. So what stands between us and greatness is Yegiya, is work. What stands between us and work is Ratzon, is will. What stands between us and Ratzon is Sheker, is Ta'ut, is the bitter, tragic mistake that people make in this world, and they don't realize that being fooled. They don't realize that they're telling themselves that they're so much less than they really are, that they cannot accomplish what they're really destined to accomplish. And Esau who was destined to bring onto this world six Shvatim, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yusachar, Ruben, Yosef he could have brought. Instead, who did Esau bring onto the world? Hitler, Yamach Shemoy, Amalek, Haman. These were his grandchildren. Instead of Moshe Rabbeinu, instead of Shimbayachoy, by calling himself Edom. What happened to him? He lived and he lived in the mistake, grew and grew and grew. Alkeni decided he's Edom, and that's it. 
And instead of growing, he deteriorated further and further and became less and less 